On Sadi Tesamud Bays, five lines before the lines get wide. The last one line is Tavach. That's where we'll start. Amar Shmuel. Um, normally, we would probably circle Shmuel. Let's put a box around him. We're going to deal with him for a while. Says Shmuel. A Tavach Uman Shakilkel. If you have a um, a Shaykhe who is an Uman, he's a professional, an expert um, Shaykhe Shakilkel, who messed up the Shrita, Chayev L'Shalem, he is required to compensate the owner of the animal for that. Uh, in general, what they would happen, if people would own animals, and they'd bring it to a shochet, and the shochet would check it. Why? Maziku Paisheahu. He's a damager, he is negligent. Naaseh, we view it, Ke'limerloi, almost as though the customer said to the shochet, Shchot Limikan, you shecht me the animal over here, please, Ve'shachot Limikan, and instead he shechted it somewhere else. Okay, that's Shmuel's statement. The Gemara tries to understand Shmuel's statement. Why was it necessary for Shmuel to say both Maziku and Posheahu? He's a damager, he's negligent. Why not just say one? Well, if he only would have said that he's a damager, I might have thought, Where is it that Shmuel said what he said? That's where the Sheikh is working for a wage, where he's been hired. If he's shechting for free for somebody, lo, we would not say that he would have responsibility or liability, kama, kamash malan, the second statement of poishayahu, which comes to include that even if he's shechting for free, he would still be liable to compensate the animal owner. Eser of Chalm Barguri, Shmuel. If it's an egg source, goes just over a line, it will be a question on Shmuel. Says the Tanaic source, Hanoisin behema letavach venibla, uh, similar case, you have a person who has an animal, he gives it to the Tavach, to the Shochet, Venibla, and the animal becomes a Nevela, colon. If he's a Uman, then Potter. If the Shochet is an expert, then he is not liable. Hedjot, if he's not really a professional Shochet, who probably shouldn't be Shechting anyway, then he would be Chayef, he would be liable in that case. However, comma, and it becomes clear from the next line that the previous cases we're talking about where the person who was doing the shkita was doing it for free, because says the continuation of the price of Imnas and Skar, if it was being uh, done for wages being paid, then Ben Hedjit Ben Uma, no matter what the level of expertise of the Shochit was, Chayev the Shochit would be responsible, uh, liable to compensate. That's the end of the Tanaic source. Bottom line, we see though an Uman, a professional one, is Patra, but Shmuel seems to say across the board. Even an expert shochet would be chayiv. Amarlei, um, says Shmuel back to Rav Chaim Barguri, who asked him this question, la'acher moicheich. Um, I, I think roughly translated, that's, um, you have a very muddled mind. Okay. Um, didn't think much of the question. Came along another character, Asumi Rabbanan, Ka Maisivlei, and brought the same Tanaic source as a question on Shmuel. Amarlei, Shmuel's response to that was, Hashta Shaklis, Maite Shakl Chavrith. Well, you've taken that which your friend took, Kamin Lechuana, Rebbe Meir, and now he's going to explain himself a little bit as to uh, what's going on. I was saying Shmuel when he was saying his thing that was within the opinion of the Tana Rebbe Meir. The Akamri Suli Rabbanan, you all keep bringing me questions from a Tanaic source, but the Tanaic source you bring me questions from is according to the Shitas Rabbanan. 
Why weren't you precise in listening to the words that I said and analyzing them? Shani Oimer, remember, this is the line that I said. He's going to quote himself till the end of the line. End quote. Basically, it's Shmuel repeating exactly what he said. We make it as though he, sh- as though the customer asked the shochet to shecht in this spot and the shochet shecht is somewhere else. Now, which Tana is it that we know of that holds of that Svara? That would be Rabbi Meir da Amar, and Rabbi Meir is the opinion who says, that a person who's doing a job for someone else has to be very, very, literally, it has to be incumbent upon him, has to be placed upon him, has to be very careful to prevent even things that are, are not usually that common. Obviously, he can't be negligent, but he's, according to Rabbi Meir, he has to be even above and beyond and make sure that basically mistakes don't happen. Okay, the Gemara wants a little bit of background here. Hey, Rebbe Mayer. Uh, okay, so there's the Shittas Rebbe Mayer. Where exactly is this Shittas Rebbe Mayer? So we're going to have a few attempts, then we'll have a, a final solution. I put a number one in the margin here. Two lines later, I put a number two in the margin. Two lines below that, I put a number three in the margin. So it will have two attempts and then a final. So the Gemara, as it often does, um, will uh, search different Mishnayas, and if it can find a grain, if not, it might go to a Bryce, and that's indeed what's going to happen here. So... We're looking for the Rebbe Mayer, um, who says that a person has to be particularly uh, careful uh, upon himself and, and responsible for the things that he does, and uh, the uh, the conclusion of that would be that if a shoichet is doing a shrit, it's very important that he not mess up. So uh, let's see if we can find that somewhere. Ilemer Rebbe Mayer, Ditznan, we have a Mishnah, we had it earlier in the Masechta, it goes just over a line. Um, you have a person who's supposed to, who's in charge of an animal. Um, there's certain responsibilities they have. So, kashru balav if the owner of the animal ties it by its uh, reins, or nal befan of karoi, or sort of closes the gate uh, properly, and the animal somehow uh, gets away, gets out, viyatsa goes out into hisik and damages. Ben tam ben muad, whether the animal was had damaged, had not damaged before, had yes damaged before. Chayev, the animal owner, is liable and responsible. Divrei Rabbi Meir, we underline Rabbi Meir. That's the end of the snake source, and there we see a very high level of responsibility, and that she does Rabbi Meir. So could that be the uh, source? Not necessarily, because Hasam bekrai pligi. That over there, which is Rabbi Meir, we didn't see she does Rabbi Huda. Rabbi Huda argues with him. That's simply a machlokas Rabbi Meir and Rabbi Huda is how you understand the. Psukim. Essentially, it's Gzeiras HaKasus, whether you go like this or like that, but not necessarily be used as a precedent in other cases. Ella, so we squiggle it on the Ella, this would be the second attempt. Harabi uh, Meir, here's this one. Ditznan, it's a Mishnah which, which we'll have tomorrow. Uh, it starts here, goes just over a line. Um, let's say I have some wool and I bring it to the Litzvaya uh, Le'ed, I bring it to the, the dyer. And he's supposed to dye it red. Shachar, he instead dyes it black. Or I give him my wool and he's supposed to dye it shachar black. But Shachar, he does red. Well, Rabbi Meir, who I underline, he has to uh, pay him back the value of the wool. Okay, and here we see, um, again, someone um, not doing what he was supposed to do and having to uh, compensate. The Gemara says, well, that's not really a mucker, because when Shmuel was doing something, it was kind of like a mistake. Uh, this, 
Um, Hossam, uh, that uh, case of you were supposed to dye it red, you dyed it um, black, biyadayim kelo'o, literally it's almost like um, actively, or with his hands, kelo, he burnt it, kelo, he burnt it away from him, he like, he destroyed it, he basically actively um, ruined it. He knew that he was putting it in the black dye, even though the guy had said red dye. Whereas the shochet, he was trying to do it shchita, he just uh, messed up by mistake. Ella, rather, and we squiggle on the Ella, ha, Rebbe Meir. It's this one, and this is actually a brisa de Sanya. It goes to the end of the next line. We had this also in the Masechta. If you have a person, let's say he's uh, carrying a, um, a heavy barrel or a jug, uh, or he's walking uh, in the Shisrabim uh, with his camel, so Nishbara Kadoi Veloy Silka. He, um, uh, like tripped and his jug broke and he didn't remove it from the Shusarabim. Or Nafagamlahemida, or he's on his camel and his camel uh fell down and he and he didn't stand his camel. In other words, he caused something accidentally in the Rishusarabim but and, and didn't um, take it out of the way. Um Rebbe Meir, who we underline, Oimer, Chayev Benezek the uh, Nizkan, that the uh, owner of these items would be responsible for any damage they cause. That he's off the hook when it comes to Din Adam, but Din Shamayim is Chayev. Okay, and that is, well, let's see, Rabbi Meir said Chayev. Kama Connector explains the Gemara, the Kaimalan, we have established that what was the case of their Dibinitzkal Poishea Hupligi. That what they're arguing about is that somebody who, who tripped and, and left his stuff there, who's negligent by leaving his stuff there, is he considered um, gonna is he gonna be considered Chaya for what he did, if it causes damage, or not. Period. That would be the Rebbe Mayor. Amarabba Barakana, Amarab Yechanan. Um we underline Rabbi Barakan and Boxed Rabbi Yochanan, that would kind of parallel the box we had around Shmuel, because Rabbi Yochanan here is going to tell us, just like Shmuel did at the beginning of today's year, a tavach shekilkel is chayev. If you have a uh, expert shochet who messes up in the shechita, he is liable to uh, refund the value of the animal. That's even if he's like a really, really big expert, like the sheikhtim in the uh, very uh, Jewish and halakhically knowledgeable town of Zippery. Okay, that's what Rabbi Yochanan said. Really, asked the Gemara. Me and Rabbi Yochanan Hachi. Does Rabbi Yochanan really say that? Question mark. Kama. Vaha amar Rabbi Barachana. Rabbi Barachana once told us that uvda have kame. There was a mice that happened in the presence of you guessed it, none other than Rabbi Yochanan. We underline his name. Call the number two. This is the other uh, parent um, Rabbi Yochanan way of dealing with this. Where did it take place? Bekanisha de Meon in the gathering place or the shul uh, in the city of Meon. Ve Amar lay, and I uh, said to him, Zil Aisi Raya de Mamchis Latarnagailim Veafterech. It was like a Shrita issue, and uh, Rabbi Yochanan told the uh, Shokha, Go bring a proof that you are a expert uh, for Shechtin uh, chickens. Ve Afatrech, and I'll let you off the hook. Let you off the hook. But uh, didn't Rabbi Yochanan tell us that even an expert Shokhet who messes up is going to be Chayiv? So uh, what do we do with this? Well, answers the Gemara, Kash, there's no difficulty here. Khan, Bechinam, Khan Beskar. Makes a big difference whether the Shaykh was doing what he was doing for free or he was taking wages for it. If he's doing it for free, then he is not responsible if a mistake happens. Whereas if he's doing it for a wage or a salary, then it, he would be responsible even if a mistake happens. Kiha, similar to Dama Rabzera. Rabzera had a 
good piece of advice for people. A person who has an animal is going to bring it to a shochet to shecht and wants the shochet to take responsibility. Should something happen to the shechita, yaktim dinar. He should give him a little bit of money. So the shochet, even if the shochet, now if the shochet's taking money, he's definitely going to be responsible. But let's say he says, no, no, I'll do it for free. The response should be, oh, no, I insist. Here, take $5. And, and basically, once you turn him into somebody who's doing it for wages, uh, all the responsibility is his. Period. Basically, we have a Tanaic source that would seem to indicate a little bit otherwise. This Tanaic source goes two lines. Uh, let's say I brought my um, grain to the grinder. He was going to grind, should turn into flour. However, they were not uh, soaked. The best way to deal with grain is you soak them first and then you grind them. Here they weren't soaked. And by grinding them, he turned them into like a low quality sort of uh, brand type of consistency. Or, uh, I bring my flour to the baker, um, and he turns it into bread, but not good bread, some sort of like uh, low quality or inferior bread. Or I bring, and this is the case you really want to focus on, my animal, let's say my uh, cow, to the uh, slaughterer, and the guy who I spoke to shecht it, he he does a, does a problem there, and it turns into a nevela. Chayev? So in that case, the shoychet uh, would be chayev because he's like somebody who's taking wages. Now, I double underline the chaf at the beginning of k'neisischar. It sounds like he's not taking wages, but yet we give him the liability of someone as though he is. Hmm. Okay, sounds like it's considered negligent, not an inus. Um That would be the question. Answers the Gemara very simply. Ema, we have to slightly edit this Tanaic source. It should rather say, not that he's like a noisus, but rather that he is indeed a noisus. In other words, he's receiving money for his services, which would imply that if he wasn't receiving money for his services, it would be different and he would not be liable. Period. Ahu megrumta de asay lekame de rav. There was a case of a magrumta. Magrumta is when a shechita is done. It should basically be summarized in the middle of the neck of the animal and uh, directly down with the knife motion going back forth, back forth, back forth. To start like going a bit at an angle uh, is not uh, recommended. However, if a shechita is done and it angles either above the area the sheet is supposed to be, or below the area, so that the sheet finishes either above or below the area it really is supposed to be, is that going to be a problem? Mm-hmm. So if you do the majority of it, let's say more than 50% of the windpipe, more than 50% of the food pipe is done in a uh, proper area, and then as you continue slicing, you move a little bit into the uh, above or below that area, well, Rabbi Yehuda would say that it's still kosher as long as uh, rove of the shechita was done in the proper place, whereas the Rabbanan say any bit of the shechita, even a little tiny bit that's outside of where it should be, would ruin the shechita. That's the case of Magrumta. So there's this Magrumta, that was brought to the attention, the question, uh, Rav was the officiating rabbi, I circled it. Tarfe Rav Paskin that it was a trefa, in other words, no good, and he um, let the shochet off the hook from having to pay money for that. Okay, um, that was Rav Paskin. Pagube, Rav Khan of Ravasi, who were uh, students of Rav, they met up with none other than Hau Gavra, that guy who was the owner of that um, shore. That had been shechted, that Rav Paskin, that it was a trefa, and the uh, Tavach 
um, does not have to compensate. Amrule, so they said to him, they said to the the uh, um, the animal owner, Avid Bachrav Tarti Rav Paskin, based on two things in your case. Now the Gemara is intrigued. My Tarti, what what two things? What are we talking about over here? So Elema, I squiggle underline the Elema. Four lines later, four lines before the end of the line is the word Ella, I squiggle underline the Ella. So let's try to figure out what were the two things that they were referring to. Elema, I squiggle underline Elema. Tarti legre usa. They were saying two things that were negative about Rav's psak, namely colon number one di ibayle laachshure kerbiyos kerbiyuda betarve kerabon. That really he should have said the animal was kosher, which would be going along with kerbiyos kerbiyuda, and yet he said it was a tray patzkin. It was a trayfan going like the rabban, and that would be the first thing. And the second thing would be number two. Inami, even if Kirabana you're going to go, then Diboyle, Chiyuvilatavra, you should have made the, to- the, the, the butcher, the sheikh, they'd have to pay for uh, compensation, and he didn't. In other words, they would be bad mouthing the plaque that Rav gave in two ways. The word says, that can't be, because Umi, Shorlamimar Hachi, are you allowed, like great rabbis, allowed to speak like this about other uh, rabbis? Me, Shorlamimar Kiyagavna, the Hatanya, we have a Brysa on a similar. Uh, topic. Let's say in a monetary case, and there's three judges, and the uh, the the decision comes down. Uh, it would be incorrect, wrong. I would say borderline evil if one of the judges ukashiyatsa. When one of the judges uh, comes out, he meets up with the uh, the person in the case who it was passing against. Oh, Yomar, I double underline the low. He should not say to this guy, listen, buddy, on listen, I thought you were uh, innocent, and they thought you were guilty of, listen, we took a vote, and I was in the minority, so like, what can I do? Not supposed to say that. Regarding if a person would say something like this, the Pasuk says, somebody who goes and tattles is revealing the secrets and revealing that which shouldn't be revealed. Bottom line, that's the end of the snake source. Ella, rather, it's got to be another two things that they told him. I squiggle under the Ella, Ella, Tarti, the Malusa, two praises. Number one, to lo uchlech, Suffolk, Yisur. The first praise was, well, it's a Suffolk, and him calling it a trefa saved you from having something that was Suffolk, Isser. And uh, that's a very good thing. And secondly, Umenachami, Suffolk, Gazela. He also prevented you from Suffolk, Gazela, because if the animal really is kosher, then he would have been putter. So by telling him not to pay, uh, it prevented this uh, this this uh, animal owner from being over suffix zela. Period. Itmar hamar adinu l'shulchani. Let's say you have a coin. Coins in those days um, would get rubbed out easily. It was often the practice to show a coin to a an like, official money changer and see what he says about it. is it a good coin or not a coin. Let's say you show a coin to a shulchani, and then the shulchani says it's okay, and afterwards v'nim tzara turns out that really it's not okay. Well. Tani chada and tani idach. Tani chada, one snake, source, goes all of four words. Says, Uman would be putter, but a hedger would be chayev. If the guy's a professional, he's putter. If he's a just a, a regular old, uh, not know much, then he'd be chayev. Whereas tani idach, another brisa, says differently. That, uh, this one's a five-word brisa, ben uman, ben hedger, either one would be chayev. Meaning, in the first brisa, the professional is off the hook, and the second brisa, the professional is chayev. Amarav Papa, so Papa explains, Kitanya, the Uman Potter, when they say the Uman be Potter, in other words, the first Brysa, that's like the following case. Going Danko and Isser, these were two guys, they were, I guess, in business together. They have nothing else to learn, they're experts on the issue. 
well, if there's such experts in the issue, how did they possibly make a mistake? Well, here's the mistake. Ta'u be sikhta chadeta. Sikhta chadeta is often in the, those days they would um, invalidate a coin and they would put a new coin in circulation. And, uh, you know, people weren't actually aware of that until a certain amount of time passed. That could be the case. Dehahi shata denafak mitute sikhsa. It was at that time um, that they that there had come out a uh, a new uh, new type of coin, and they simply weren't aware of it. Period. I used to tell it was a female, a woman. That Achzisa Dinra the Rebchia and Rebchia. She once had showed a coin to Rebchia, and Amrla Rebchia said to her, "Maliyahu, it's a full one hundred percent good coin." The next day, she came in his presence and said to the good rabbi, Well, I showed it uh, to people and they said, no, it's a bad coin and uh, it's, uh, they, they wouldn't let me spend it. They said it wasn't a valid currency. Okay, Amrle Rav, Amrle Lirav, so Rabchia said to Rav, by the way, Rav was his nephew, Rav referred to Rabchia as Uncle Rabchia, uh, Rav Chia said to his nephew, Rav, Zil Chalfei Nihala, go change it for her, give her a valid coin, now, he hadn't done business, he just passed on it, but he said, give her a good coin, Ukosuv Apinkasi, and please write into my daily ledger, Dain Isaac Bish, that this was a bad deal, in other words, the fact that he passed and told the lady it was a good coin, and really it wasn't, that didn't turn out so well for him. Asks the Gemara, Umaishna, Danko and Isser de Pitiri. Well, then, how's this any different than the case that we had four lines ago with the two guys, Danko and Isser, who uh, said Uman Pater is, like, they don't have to, uh, uh, made a mistake. And, and, and there they were Pater, so why over here is Rubchia compensating her? Answer, Mishum Delay Srichila Migmar, or Rubchia Nami Lavla Migmar Kaboy. Rubchia was like, he was a God all door. Of course, he didn't need to learn these things. Answers the Gemara that indeed that's correct. Rebbe did not have to um, compensate her. What he was doing though was lifnim mishuras adin, going beyond the letter of the law. Kedatan Rav Yosef, like Rav Yosef, um, taught uh, based on this pasuk in Shmois Yudches pasuk Chaf. We're going to underline the different phrases of the pasuk. We're going to darshan. Let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six different parts of the pasuk. Here we go. I underline vayidatelem. I shall let them know what's it referring to. Ze beischayem. This is referring to Talmud Torah itself that the Jewish people should be learning. I underline two words. Es haderech. What's derech referring to? That would be zu gemilus chasadim doing chesed. Yelchu. I underline the word yelchu. Zu biker chaylim. This is going to visit the sick. Ba. I underline the word ba. Zekfura. This referring to burying the deceased. I underline es hamaase. Zehadin. This would be the actual court cases. And asher yaasun. I underline that. And this is the one that we're looking for. What is asher yaasun? Four words. Dot underline zu. Lifnim Mishuras Hadin. This is going beyond the strict letter of the law. Period. Reish Lakish, Achvile Dinra, Lareb Elazar. So Reish Lakish once showed a coin to Reb Elazar to see what he said about it. Amar, what did Reb Elazar say? Ma'alyahu, looks good to me. Amar Lay says Reish Lakish back to him. Well, Chazi Dalach Kasamichna, just letting you know that I'm totally relying on you when you said it was a good coin. Uh, 
Amar Leis, it says Rabbi Lazar back to Reish Lakish, well, when you're relying on me, my lamemra, what exactly do you mean by that? Like, like, so what? Like, what does that mean to say? Kama connector, deimish, tachach, bisha. You're telling me sort of like that if it turns out the coin is really a bad coin, that I would have to switch with you. But it was you yourself, says Rebelos back to Reish Lakish, Damris that said Reb Meir, who did doing Dina Degarmi. That's only according to the Shittas of Reb Meir who learns. Um, damages from something that you indirectly caused you would be reviable for. So, uh, now when you said it's something that's a Rebbe Mayor Shita, usually that's like saying it's Rebbe Mayor and we don't possibly like him. So, my love, did you not mean Rebbe Mayor Rebbe Mayor, we don't hold like that. Amalei says, Reish Lakish, to the surprise of Rebbe Lazi says back, uh, no, actually, Rebbe Mayor Usvirulan Kavase. When I said it was Rebbe Mayor, what I was saying is it's Rebbe Mayor and we agree with it, we hold of it. Okay. So it's Rebbe Meir. Hey, Rebbe Meir. Well, which Rebbe Meir is it that rules Chayev even in the case of like Grama or Garmi? So, Ilema Rebbe Meir. I put a triangle around this Rebbe Meir. On the second of the wide lines, in the middle of the line is another Rebbe Meir. I put a triangle around that. Two lines later, first word on the line is Ha. Right after this Rebbe Meir, I put a triangle around that Rebbe Meir. And on the bottom line in the middle is Rebbe Meir. I put a triangle around that Rebbe Meir. And as you can guess, just like we did, interesting on... Uh, the previous summer, we were searching for a Rebbe Mayor. We're going to do it again, search for a Rebbe Mayor. Um, and the first three attempts are going to be all from Mishnayis. And yes, that's right, the last and final uh, solution to our um, query will be Rebbe Mayor in a Bryce. So here we go. Again, we're looking for um, a Rebbe Mayor who holds that a person is Chayev, um, even in a case of Grum or Garmi. So Elema Rebbe Mayor. Um, Dalmop Simon, Ditznan, it's the first letter of each one of the uh, words in the text source. So this is about a two-line quote of a Mishnah. It says this, Dan es hadin. Um, if you have a judge who judged a case, and he was Zika es hachayev, he made um, innocent, or not have to pay that, the one who really should have to pay, uh, the libel party, or Chiev es hazakai, he made libel, the one that's really not libel, or Time es hatahor, he made um, uh, something... Uh, that really was Tahor Tame, or Tiresa Tame, he made something really Tame Tahor, he, de- he declared, Masha Asa Asui, the Yishalami Beisai. So what he did was done, and he has to uh, compensate him from his like own bank account. And, and that sounds like even though he indirectly caused damage by like giving up sock, he would still be responsible. Well, that would not be a good uh, mucker for this, because Ha Itmar Allah. We have stated um, regarding this Tanaic source, Amarav, the who? This was a case where the Dayan himself literally, physically, not self and Nelson Biyad. Each case is a little bit different. Rashi goes through them, but it's where he physically either um, was metame, like took a dead sherets and rubbed it all over the thing in question, or, or took the money literally from one guy and gave it to the other guy. Those are all cases where it's not just a grama, an indirect, but it was a direct cause of damage. Hello? So we squiggle around the Ella and we try a different uh, approach. Allah Rabbi Meir did not. We have a one line Tanaic source. Might look somewhat familiar. In this Tanaic source, it says, You have a person, he has some wool. He brings it to the dyer, and the dyer is supposed to um, dye it red, and he instead dyes it black. Or Shachar, it's supposed to be black. Rabbi Meir Oimer, what he has to do is, is pay him the value of the wool. 
and that would be what seems like it was not a uh, direct damage because the way that dyeing wool works is you put the wool into like a vat of uh, color, um, liquid uh, color, and, and like you come back a few days later. So it's only like later that that happens. And then he's still chayiv. That would be a mucker that Ramir would say that a person is chayiv in a case of a garmi. Says the Gemara, no, not necessarily. Why? Hasam. Because over there, he's literally like physically putting the wool into the dye, as opposed to the case that uh, we were talking about uh, up above, which is merely like a, a psak and a, a coin. Ella, so we'll try again. This is a third attempt. Ella, ha Rabbi Meir, it's not. This quote of a Mishnah actually goes less than a um, line. And it's uh, the issue of kilayim, which is uh, two different species, um, different types of kilayim, this would be kilayim, being uh, grown together. And what does this uh, Mishnah say? Let's say I have a neighbor, my neighbor has a grain field right next to my property, and I take my uh, vines and I drape them over uh, the grain field. It would basically ruin the... Um, grain that's growing in that uh, field because of it makes us because of kilayim vechayev and he's liable. Now I didn't actually do anything biadayim and and yet I'm liable. Here too the Gemara says hasam nami covered biadayim. Well I did biadayim take the grapevines and and lay them over the grain. So I actually did something biadayim. Ella. So we try one last time. Ella harabi Meir. We noted her mayor's name, and this is a brysa. And as we flip the page, you'll see the uh, brysa goes till the end of the second line, and I'm at base. And this is the source that we were looking for. Let's say I have my um, vineyard right up against the fence between me and my neighbor's property, and my neighbor has um, his, uh, let's say, grain growing on the other side of the fence. So as it is with the fence up, that's totally permissible. But let's say the mechitzas akerem shenifritza, like that broken, oimerloi gedor, and the um, person who has the grain field says to Mr. Uh, Winefield, uh, a grape uh, a vineyard guy, uh, Gedor, uh, fix that up, like uh, get another uh, partition there. Nefertzad, uh, broke again, I'm really Gedor. If the owner of the vineyard gives up uh, any desire, any hope of uh, fixing this fence, Hareza um, Kidesh, it would make the uh, grain uh, in the field right next door um, and he would be responsible to pay, um, and, and that is definitely not a direct damage, only an indirect damage, and, and we see then, um, assuming the Stamish is Rabbi Meir, that uh, Rabbi Meir uh, holds that there would be liability even in a case of Grubba. Adkan.